Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, it's 90 Day Fiance time, and no, you're not mistaken, of course, you're hearing the coupon green pin instead of Angelica, but don't worry guys, she will be back, and we're talking everything happily ever after. So, of course, you know, we're not talking about Big Ed. Cool thing was, he wasn't in this episode. But we definitely have some things to unpack. Okay, so let's get started. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, it's been kind of not so great, but it seems like things may be picking up a little bit. Especially with Bilal and Shaida. So we're going to hold off on them for a little bit. But let's get Libby and Andre out the way. These guys are still in Arizona. And the crazy part is they finished seeing the Grand Canyon and making their big announcement. You know, the baby news that they decided to share with Chuck and Stefan, their dads. But remember, guys, they also did not share this with their rest of their family. The rest of their family had to find out on social media. Yikes. Okay. But, you know, Chuck is really on the fence about this one because he knows that, of course, you know, Libby has been not having the best time with her family and Andre... Andre literally doesn't get along with anyone in the family. Not Becky, not Jen, not Charlie, just no one. And now he's not getting along with mom. And, you know, Chuck really hates seeing all the discord in the family. So they take a trip to an alpaca farm, which if you've never visited an alpaca farm, it's kind of interesting. It really is. Because alpaca are kind of like... A mix between sheep and llama, you know, but <laughs> they're they're kind of cute. They're like that fuzzy little sheep and then, you know, the kind of llama height. But yeah, they take a trip to an alpaca farm, something out of their norm. Why? Because little baby Eleanor, who is just the cutest thing. Yeah, she loves animals. So they want to take her, you know, to experience different things. But while they're there, you know, Chuck decides to pull Libby aside and tell her, hey, you know, I know that you're going through all of this stuff with your siblings and with your mom and all this crazy stuff that's been going on between all of you. But I think that it's better for you to reconcile now. Now, he is aware of the situation that is going on with Andre regarding immigration, but he still feels that it's best if Libby and her siblings, at least, try some family counseling so that they can, you know, really 
secure their bond. And this way, if they have to move away, you know, things aren't so strained between them. Now, honestly, we've seen before where they really get a little tense. We've seen these kumbaya moments between the family Libby before and... If you recall, that's kind of where everybody was on the outs with Charlie because he came in drunk and starting mess. You know, he got messy, shady boots, messy. So, of course, we're supposed to forget all of this, but we all saw that season and we all saw how everything went down. So there's no forgetting that. But, you know... Libby decides later that evening she's they've gotten a break between you know Stefan and Chuck they're going to watch baby Eleanor so that Libby and Andre can have some alone time you know and one of the things that comes up is the fact that Chuck is discussing family counseling or family therapy and really Andre is still honesting everybody's a hater everybody's a hater you know, but Andre, really, everybody isn't hating on you. But I will say at this point, because of the situation that they're in where they don't know who may have called USICS, maybe he has a little bit of cause to be cautioned. You know, to have that little weary feeling where he's just like, I'm not sure quite what's going on. Okay. So, we know that, hey, ugh, this may not be the greatest situation. He's not for it, but he, of course, wants to support Libby. Now, the crazy part is we're watching next week where they actually sit down with Libby's sisters. And things get really, really crazy to go seriously left. In fact, it looks like Becky gets up and actually attacks Andre. So we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens next. But let's switch gears a little bit. Oh my gosh. So, you know, one of the other crazy things that seems to be happening is this thing between Angela and Michael. We left these two, of course, bickering as always. She just can't understand why he won't step down his social media. It's so hurting to her. Can't she see that? Can't he see that she's hurting because he won't shut down his Instagram that is making him money? Because, hey, he's got a lot of followers. He, after all, he's Michael from 90 Day Fiance. And she just thinks that every woman wants to talk to her man. Um, Angela, everybody isn't checking for Michael. But the crazy part is, if you guys remember last episode, Michael did get caught in a couple of lies. So this is not voting well in his favor. But then she goes and she finds on his 
Instagram that someone he is calling his person and then he find she finds her number in his phone. <sighs> Michael, 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 Michael. Why? Why? So she proceeds to go on this tirade and decides to call this woman named Angel with two L's. And she just, you know, asks her, hey, why is your number in my husband's phone? But this woman says, hey, he's my friend. Now he explains later, or actually in a side interview, that he does know her from his, you know, he from when he was going to college and they actually were classmates but she's not wanting to hear this according to Angela there should be no women in his phone he shouldn't know a woman he should look at a woman he shouldn't want to look at a woman he should know nothing about a woman he shouldn't even know how to spell the word woman as long as it's not pertaining to her this is so crazy I am so sorry but this is absolutely nuts but we have watched this unfold for quite a few seasons now. And so both of them are kind of saying they want to salvage this. But the one thing he does do is he does delete the Instagram. But he does also comment in his confessional that, you know, he is aware of her TikTok that she's been duetting constantly. A gentleman by the name of Billy. Yes, that Billy from the beginning of the season. So he's aware of this. It's not like he is completely like, oh my gosh, I think that she is totally and utterly loyal to me because she's not. But these two, I don't know. Every time I think we say they should be done with it, it seems like they prolong it and they come back to our screen. But, you know, hey, if it works for them, it works for them. Both of them are saying they want to work on this marriage. They want to, they love each other and they don't want to hurt each other. The one thing that I did see was when Angela started crying, Bilal, uh, Bilal, oh my gosh, yeah, too much Bilal on the brain. But uh, (laughs) Michael actually decided to go ahead and comfort Angela and make sure that she is okay. So we will see because, hmm, not sure where this couple is going. If they're going to break up, you know, I've seen on social media, these two are together. So they may still be sticking it out. They may still honestly be sticking it out. Now, let's get into Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara are still in Prague and they actually go out to dinner. Their, you know, their segment wasn't that big. Now, this is they're going out to dinner after the whole buying a, you know, an apartment debacle where she wants to buy this apartment in Prague 
just in case he decides to leave her and in case she gets divorced and she has a way to make sure that she's a strong mom for Myla because, you know, all of a sudden, even though she hasn't been thinking about divorce all this time, she's thinking about, what if Jovi leaves me? Um, can someone please tell me where this is coming from? But it seems like mom, the longer she's around her mom, the longer things start spiraling out of control. Like, seriously, out of control. She's just like, you know, she doesn't want to hear it. But they go to dinner and they're actually going to meet um, Jovi's friend, Talmash. Or T for short. But um, he actually lives in Germany. And he's one of the first people that brought Jovi to the Ukraine. And they start talking about things that they used to do. And the fun that they used to have, of course, when Jovi was single. But this isn't sitting well with Yara. She doesn't want to hear about his past life. She doesn't want to hear that he met other Ukrainian girls before her. But he does remind her that, hey, you know what? We both actually have a past. We both have people that we dated before. We both have past relationships and things that we may have not we may have done that we're not so proud of before we met. So, you know, but she's still not sitting right with this and I kind of can't tell how she's feeling about Tamaj, but it just seems like she's afraid that he is going to, you know, influence Jovi to party when she wants to be thinking about, uh, you know, really getting this apartment. Now, the one thing that Tamaj does say is that it's kind of a red flag that she wants to get an apartment you know, so quickly and with, especially without telling Jovi. Now, this was something that we did talk about last week, which is the simple fact that she's making all these moves on Jovi's dime without telling Jovi. Remember, even though she may be making money now, this is at least like 10 to 12 months before Uh, You know, she's just, at this point, she would have just gotten her green card. You know, she's not having a job, not doing all this other stuff. So she is, you know, she is just making sure that she's, you know, got this stuff, even though she's saying, you know, I want to buy it. I want to secure my future. I want to make sure that everything is okay. But, you know, Tamaj is saying, hey, that's kind of really a red flag. Well, he's pretty much saying what we were already thinking, you know, and she really doesn't want to hear it. But she does enlighten everyone that they are on their way to Germany to meet her friend who escaped the Ukraine to Germany. And the crazy part is that You know, she doesn't want Talmash, even though he lives there in Munich, 
to come with them because she feels as though he's going to be a bad influence. But it seems like they're kind of recycling the conversation except for in reverse before she decided to go to Europe. Because if you guys remember, didn't she have her three friends supporting her and saying she didn't have the support that she needed and it was about her going there? Well, Jovi kind of needs the same support now. Because in other words, he's agreed to go on this trip to help her and, and, and support her. But it seems like, you know, he's feeling really, really alone. And I get she's been feeling alone, she's missed her mom, and she wants to help her friends and possibly other family in, or that have come from the Ukraine. That's part of the reason she's going to Germany, but uh, I don't know, I don't know, but she's not really happy with Talmaj coming along. So we'll see where this couple goes, because... um. She agrees reluctantly, but she agrees to let T come. Well, 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 it's time for us to talk about Bilal and Shaida. So these two, if you remember, were having these deep conversations about having a baby, and then she got her work her her working car, working papers, and all of this stuff stating that she can work in the United States and get a business. Remember, Shaida was a big-time yogi in Trinidad and had her own studio. She has been teaching online for free because she could not work in the United States legally. So now she's actually looking for her own yoga studio and place to have yoga classes. And she actually met with a couple of Bilal's colleagues last week to find a space that would host or be large enough for her vision for her new yoga studio here in the United States. So I'm like, wow, that is super cool. Now he was hoping that somehow this would just erase the whole baby idea, but Then he finds out not only was he hoping that this would erase, but now he's thinking, hey, maybe I don't want her to do the whole yoga thing. And he begins to speak to her as though she doesn't know what she's doing. Again, we're not just talking about someone that was teaching yoga out of their home. She actually closed up a very lucrative business in order to come to the United States and be with Bilal. So this is not just some fly-by-night hobby that she was doing out of her garage back in Trinidad. This is something where she actually had a business, where she was making money, paying her own way, and getting things done all on her own. So now he's got all of this stuff that he's saying to her, And it kind of makes no sense. Like, well, you have to look out for this and you have to look out for that. And you have to keep in mind this. And it's like, yeah, but she already knew that. So, you know, now we're coming to the present and 
she they're actually getting ready to go on a trip to New York City. Yeah, they're coming to New York. And they're going to take a tourist trip, but they're also going to meet up with Shaida's best friend, Utris. So they ha- seem to be having a great time, but it now it seems that Shaida is making it known the baby fever is still there and she is wanting to have a baby ASAP. So Bilal is not for it. He keeps trying to change the subject. You know, he wants to have this adventure in the middle of New York. Okay, Bilal, I think you've been watching a little too much Law and Order, SVU. I I don't even know. You know, Indiana Jones, Adventure in New York. Like, what what were you thinking? Have you been watching The Wiz? What what's going on here? But yeah, he wants to have an adventure and definitely not bring it down with any baby talk. Does it really sound like this man is trying to have a baby at all? Not to me, but that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But, um, yeah. So, they're enjoying the city, enjoying the sights, and dancing in the middle of Times Square, because there's a lot of singing and dancing that happens in New York. Well, let me let you know, guys. Trust me, we New Yorkers know that you're tourists when you start spinning and twirling in the middle of Times Square for no reason, because most New Yorkers don't do that. Trust me, there are impromptu things that happen, like dance classes and flash mobs, but those are arranged. It's usually just not one person or one couple spinning in the middle of Times Square. That's usually a tourist thing. (laughs) But, yeah, they're having a great time, it seems like. And then the next thing they're going to do is they're going to go to dinner with her friend, Utris. And she's going to introduce Bilal. But it seems like they're getting off to a rocky start. Um, Utris is not pleased with the fact that you know, one, Shaida did not introduce them first thing when she was getting married or interested in getting married to Bilal because, according to them, they are best friends. And she says, you know, she has introduced her to previous boyfriends or husbands or what or whomever. But it doesn't seem like she is you know, she's happy with that. But she wants to have a one-on-one with Bilal to find out really what are his thoughts and what are his, you know, goals for Shaida. Now, he seems really, really put off by this. He feels, it seems he's really on the, uh, he's very offended, extremely offended He doesn't know what to say. He's very combative. And, you know, it's just, he seems very angry. Even though he keeps saying, oh, I'm calm. I'm relaxed. No, his reactions were not that 
of a relaxed man. Definitely not. And at certain points, it seemed like he was very much, you know, threatening you, Tris. Even when he says stuff like, well, you haven't seen Hostile yet. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So it's one of those things of he's saying things and it just doesn't seem like he's used to someone questioning what he does, especially in defense of Shaida. Because remember, she came here, she had no one here kind of on her side. So it was just her making decisions to come here, be with Bilal and be part of Bilal's family. Now, she has someone defending her saying, hey, you know, and this actually made me question, would Shaida have married Bilal if Utrus would have been more active in her life when she arrived? That's really a question for me. Would she have been so quick to marry him? Because I see how protective Utrus is of her. So I don't know that she would have rushed to run and get married. Hmm. And especially now that he's holding out on having a baby. Now we do see that Utrus and and Bilal actually do have a one-on-one conversation next week and the baby thing comes up. So we will see where this goes next week week. But we have one more couple. Actually, we have two more couples. We're going to quickly talk about Samit and Jenny. It seems as though Samit, her, I mean, Samit, Jenny hurt herself actually hanging pictures, preparing for Jenny Squared and Christina to come But, oh my gosh, she's not so much broken a bone, but it seems like she's torn a ligament or something, and she's not really happy with this. But what really concerns me a little bit is in his confessional, now it seems that, you know, Sumit is really questioning the age difference and wanting to have a child and all this stuff. And he doesn't know how to broach this with Jenny, but it's like, wow. Okay. He seems to be, and I am very hesitant about this because he seems to be now thinking about all the stuff that his parents warned him about, but I don't know if this is something that, he's going to be able to bring up without consequence. But, you know, so they're preparing for, again, Jenny Squared, which is Christina's wife, and Christina to come and visit because they haven't seen them for two years. And they start asking them the question, like, how's married life? What's going on? And Christina actually says, you know, In her side interview, she's happy to be with her mom because no, she didn't have anyone by her side when they got married. They just got married and everything is coming from Sumit's side, Sumit's side, Sumit's side. And a lot of it is attacking Jenny. We've seen it from the beginning 
where in other words his mother does not like her and even the beginning of this season where his mother is saying in other words she's disowned him for marrying Jenny so now to have someone in her favor saying hey you know what you guys need to tell mom and dad to kind of step off a little bit and I think one of the the things that really keeps coming to Jenny's mind is the simple fact of if she were in America, she would have more support, which I think for Samit, this is actually the doing the opposite. It's very scary where he's saying uh, he's away now, even though he's not in quite the best position with his family now, the fact that he is you know, he is around them, not so much physically, but they're nearby, does give him some comfort. But the fact that he could go to America and they're no longer talking to him, they wouldn't be close by, that may be a bit worrisome to him. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where this couple goes because... These two are continuing to talk, and Jenny Squared and Christina raised some really valid points on the fact that, you know, it is their relationship, not mom and dad's. So, yeah. Well, we finally are down to our last couple, Usman and Kimberly. So, Usman and Kimberly have gone to get the blessing more than once. Oh my goodness. And Usman's mom actually wants him to go see this woman, which he agrees to go and see. And he actually exchanges numbers with this woman. But he, of course, isn't going to tell Kimberly this. And she wants to be the first wife, just like Kimberly. But... You know, he keeps saying that he's not so much in love with her. He's, you know, he has more feelings for Kimberly. And remember, she proposed to him the night before. So she's sitting back in the hotel, feeling all anxious, feeling all nervous, you know. And he actually has to come out and tell his mom, you know, how he's feeling, what he's thinking. And... He keeps trying to sell the whole, she should be the first wife and not this other woman. Now, he's saying, yeah, he wants to obey his mom or or, or get his mom's blessing by having a, a baby with this other woman. But he really seems to say keep saying that he loves Kimberly. Well, mom calls another meeting... And she wants to talk to the both of them. Now, I can't blame Kimbali for being quite nervous. Because this is like time number three. And it's kind of scary. So they get there and they speak. And things seem to be going well. But then they are presented with a document. That says, hey, you know, Kimberly can be the first wife as long as she agrees 
to allow us men to have a wife and a child with this second wife. Okay, so, oh my gosh, they got the blessing. These were the words they were waiting for, was a yes from mom. So it seems like things are going their way. But it looks like there's a monkey wrench in the plans next week. They're talking to the immigration lawyer, and the immigration lawyer is letting them know that polygamy is illegal in the United States. I don't know how Kimberly didn't tell Usman this, that in other words, he could have a child with another woman, but he couldn't legally be married to another woman. So we will see what this means for their relationship next week. So guys, oh my gosh, we got through all the couples and it's time to wrap it up. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me, 